0: Welcome to the force of habit podcast, a kick ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here we talk all things mindset, routine and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, go grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up ladies and welcome welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habits. I have been away for the last couple of weeks, so I'm happy to be back on the mic. I've been a little sick in and out and I lost my voice for over a week. It felt like 2 weeks, honestly. Um and the new time change has happened less than 24 hours ago and it's already kicking my whole ass. Uh but we prevail. <laughs> I'm recording this episode a little late. Hopefully it's up today. I'm recording on a Monday. I usually post on a Monday, but if you are listening to this on a Tuesday or like a Wednesday, hey girl. Uh, But as always, I hope your weekend was everything you needed it to be. If you needed to rest and relax, I hope you did that. If you needed to be productive AF and get some ish done, I hope you did that too. My weekend was a pretty good one. Well, I guess I should update you on the last couple of weeks Bex won her basketball championship after a really great season. My husband coached Um, the game was so freaking fun. Like the, 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 um, championship games and the playoffs, it was amazing. I lost my voice the last Tuesday and then lost it again the same Saturday from yelling so much. I'm like one of those over the top parents at sporting events, (laughs) And I'm proud of it. Uh, I'm so competitive. And so, like, now I'm just projecting that all over my kid, but uh, it makes the games really, really fun. But I'm also happy that the basketball season is over because soccer is next, which is my all time favorite sport to watch Bex play because she's so freaking good at it. So, I'm excited for that. Not to mention, spring is among us, my second favorite season. This time of year is always my favorite because it's getting warmer, but it's not like, you know, hot and humid like the summer is. Sunrise is happening a little earlier. So if you are someone who um, literally just, you feel like you, crumble in the winter time. <laughs> Spring is always that time of year where everything just feels like it's coming back to life. she also feels like reinvigorated around this time of the year. So I'm excited. My girls are getting like an extra jolt of motivation and excitement. So yeah. Um, but this week on the podcast, I wanted to talk about body image. I completely blanked on what I wanted to talk about. And so I had you guys actually vote if you follow me on Instagram, nutrition by Chantel. I had you guys vote on story um, about what you wanted to hear about, and I got a lot of body image stuff. If I had to guess why, I think although we get excited for the spring and the summer, it is also the time of year where winter layers are coming off, you know, a little more skin is showing, and I think naturally people start to remember their insecurities, um, the insecurities that they got to hide all winter long. And so um, if I had to guess, that is probably why I got a ton of body image stuff, which is absolutely normal, but specifically body image while you are actively losing weight. I have a few hot takes on it that, you know, some may or may not surprise you, but I definitely take a different stance when it comes to body image during weight loss. I am not one of those like people that's like, you should love your body at every single size, which I'm going to get into in a second. But if you are struggling or if you are someone who really like struggles while you're losing weight with your body image or like you're beating yourself up or any of those things, this episode I think will be really, really, really helpful for you. I truly think that you'll finish this episode with a new perspective and feel a little bit better, which is my goal, at least for you. I am someone who used to really struggle with my own body image and having really high expectations for my body at one point. I think because of my career being a nutritionist and just like the time we live in with social media where a lot of things are doctored. And so you see a lot of the times Photoshopped versions of people and you think it's real life. And as humans, we naturally compare heavily. I felt like I had to be this like model of perfection because of my profession. And so when I could not meet those expectations and I couldn't attain that, I struggled even more with my body. I was my own biggest bully at one point in my life, tearing myself apart every freaking chance I got. And it wasn't until I learned these things that I'm going to be talking about today in this episode that my relationship with my body changed radically, but also how I viewed my weight loss completely changed. And the first big thing was letting go of the need to be body positive, which is kind of what I touched on just a few seconds ago. And before you get your panties and a bunch, let me explain myself. So I used to do affirmations around my body to try to love my body. When I genuinely did not, I was out of shape. I gained close to 30 pounds very quickly and would try to force myself to love my out of shape, fatigued, sluggish self who had, you know, at least 30 pounds of extra fat on her body after um, never experiencing weight gain before in my life. I tried to convince myself that I loved my cellulite, that I loved my body and my extra curves when my brain knew that was a bold faced lie. And so, something I'm always coaching on in nutrition around like when my members come to me and they say that they're struggling to love themselves right now is I tell them that they don't have to. And they always have this sense of like shock, like what? <laughs> but you don't. Being body positive never really resonated with me personally. And I never really understood why until I heard the term body neutrality and I did research into it and it was like, okay, this is it. The reason most of us want to lose weight is because you want to look different and it's for vanity and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And sometimes I think that being body positive almost shames people for wanting to change their body, like, aesthetically, right? And sometimes when I'm coaching someone around their why, like their why on why they want to lose weight, they think it has to be this deep, dark, and excruciatingly painful reason. And it's like, no, you can want to lose weight just because you want to look different. Not better, just different. And there's nothing wrong with that your why has to resonate. And it does have to be, you know, have enough impact on your daily life to get you moving into action on the days that you don't want to. And I've talked about this in the episode on how to lose weight when you're not motivated. And it's like your why does have to really resonate with you. And it really has to be a reason that pushes you on days that like, you don't want to do a damn thing for yourself, let alone your weight loss goals. Um, because those are, those days are really going to happen. It's just like a part of being human, but it doesn't have to be like deep and dark and depressing, right? What I teach is like, it just has to be like a strong natural consequence, like the consequence of not attaining this goal or the consequence of not doing this fuels you enough to want to do it on the days you're not beaming and brimming with the motivation. And so for me, vanity was a very strong wife in the beginning of my weight loss. And then my why evolved and yours will too. You'll start to feel better, you'll start to get stronger, you'll have all these other benefits like you know, better skin or better periods, or more patience, or better moods, all of these other things that can happen. Not always, because your weight is not always a direct reflection of your health. But these things are typical things that begin to happen. And then you begin to appreciate those things and they start to hold as much value as just wanting to look different. And so that's why I always say like, if your goal is like strictly vanity in the beginning, cool, roll with it. But as you lose weight and as you do this inner work, it will evolve. And you just have to kind of give yourself the benefit of the doubt that um, it will as you, as you learn your body and you go through this process. Um, but back to my point, When I was wanting to lose weight to look different, I struggled trying to force myself to like the parts of myself I just literally did not like. Um, But when I began to be neutral about my body, everything changed. I stopped trying to force myself to love my body and simply began to respect my body for just being my body. So I coach around this topic a lot in nutrition And one of the things I like to give my clients to hold on to as a new perspective and just to try on is to really think about on a daily basis how incredibly sophisticated their bodies are, like all of our bodies, like all the hormones firing off just for you to be like a functioning living person the ability to work out, to move your body, all of the things that we take for granted every single day, and your body is working its ass off to do these things, like it's getting upstairs, it's, you know, you're breathing, you you have the ability to process information, to lift things, your heart is beating, your food is processing in your body right now. Your body is just working, working, working. And then at the end of the day, when you don't like how it looks, you're like verbally ripping it to shreds every day. And it's like, what the fuck? We just busted our ass today. And she comes home and says this. So when I gained this new perspective, I really shifted from verbally assaulting myself to appreciating my body for even having the ability to get after my goals. I started kind of like dapping myself up at the end of the day. Like, good shit. We did that. Like, thanks for helping me. And when those shitty thoughts tried to sneak their way back in, I simply redirected. I didn't have to force myself to love my cellulite or my extra back fat or my bigger arms. I just respected my body for being my body. I was neutral. It was like, yes, I want to change this, but I'm not pressed. You know what I mean? It'll It'll happen. And I think that's the most powerful mindset you can have in your weight loss to just be like, I want to change my appearance, but I'm not pressed about it. Like It's going to happen. It's happening right now. I also think something that's really important to keep in mind, body positivity is the ultimate goal, right? To love ourselves exactly how we are in this moment. But something I'm always constantly talking about is how you truly have to do anything any change you want to make any goal that you have in stages and so if you are going from tearing your body apart every time you look into the mirror or like not wanting to take photos because you don't like the way you look or you know really ripping apart your arms and your legs and your extra fat like all of those things to trying to affirm your way to magically love your body It's a very big jump and we have to be able to get behind things that our brain can actually believe. And that's why I think body neutrality is a really great meat in the middle. I personally still um, gravitate more towards body neutrality than body positivity. I just, I don't like looking at my body in extremes. My body just is what it is and I'm, I respect my body more than anything to even judge if it looks good or how good, things like that. I just don't get into that anymore. But if your ultimate goal is to be able to love and accept your body the way it is, you have to truly begin with being neutral about it at the very least. It's the exact same principles that I teach when it comes to weight loss. You know, so many of us want, decide we have a goal and we want to get there as fast as possible. And we want to like start prepping all of the time and cooking all of the time and working out five days a week and doing these really hard workouts. But weight loss doesn't work that way. And I think people really struggle with that, really accepting that. And it isn't until you've failed a 100 times that you're kind of forced to accept it. But if you can just get behind it early, you'll save yourself so much heartache, so much headache, um, and so much time when you do things in stages. And it's really what I have based my, my program on in this podcast on. So if you start with something simple and then you add to it and you add to it. So if you're doing weight, if you're trying to lose weight, you don't start with never eating fast food again and working out five times a week. You start with eating your fast food and just making one healthier sub. Maybe you ditch the soda and you drink a water. Maybe you order a small instead of a medium You start with stages like that and then you just stack those habits and you stack those wins. It is the same exact thing with improving your relationship with your body and your body image. You don't jump to being body positive. You start with being neutral about your body, not having these extremes when you look at your body and just respecting your body for being a body because one, that's how your brain works. It has to believe it. It's the same thing with like when you are trying to do affirmations, I think the biggest struggle or the biggest mistake so many people make is that they don't start with realistic affirmations and then they stop doing them. It's because they're going from, you know, being their own biggest bully to then magically being like, I love myself. I am so smart. I am so confident. I am so successful. And your brain is like, bitch, whatever. (laughs) It's too smart for that. So you have to start affirming things that you can actually get behind that your brain can actually believe, even if it's not used to believing it. It's not so unicorn fairyland that your brain is like, okay, like I can get behind this. I think we can believe this. Instead of like, girl, what pipe are you smoking? <laughs> so just starting small and um making sure that whatever the goal is, if it's to end up being just neutral with your body or the goal is to be body positive. That you truly start somewhere that your brain can get behind and believe which really honestly brings me to my next point so hey friend listen i know how hard it can be to set a weight loss goal and be so confused on how you're going to get there Scrolling the internet for healthy recipes, overwhelming yourself, having to log all of your food, and following meal plans that were boring and left you with little to no results. Not to mention, not having true, sustainable strategies that felt easy to put into action day to day. This is why I created SheTrition. Inside my weight loss membership, I teach members how to lose weight in a way that feels second nature, while eating foods they genuinely love pre-made meal plans for your busy weeks, a drag-and-drop meal plan builder, and mindset and nutrition trainings that have helped over 4,000 women just like you lose over 30,000 pounds. So if you're ready to commit to finally losing weight without all the restrictive rules and hit those health goals that you are so capable of, Then go to ChantelleTaylorNutrition.com forward slash SheTrition to get started. Again, that's ChantelTalernutrition.com forward slash SheTrition. Link is also in the show notes. We're all waiting to welcome you inside the SheTrition community. Okay, okay, back to the episode. How many of you have this urge to rush your weight loss? Because you have it in your head that you at 150 will be so much happier than you at 200. And it's not freaking true in the slightest. You think that your weight loss will bring you confidence, happiness, self-esteem, self-respect, but it will not. It'll bring you a dopamine hit from seeing a smaller number on the scale. And that is about it. If the work to respect your body and to be neutral with your body is skipped, you will get to 150 or 180 or 190 or 130, whatever your goal is, and you will find something else to tweak to change your expectations of how your body should have looked won't align. And you'll be in this constant cycle of not being or feeling enough. And this is where the urge to lose weight as fast as possible really stems from. It's because you think it's better there than it is here and it's not. It's kind of like, you know, have you ever looked at like old pictures of yourself? And you think, I cannot believe I used to think I was fat back then. Like I would kill to be back at that weight. And it's like, so you were smaller, and you still thought you weren't good enough. So I used to be really, really like lanky and small. And when I was losing my weight for the first time, I would look back at those really old pictures and I would be like, I can't believe I thought I was too skinny back then. Like I would kill to be that weight, like that weight right now. And it really like goes to show that if you are not doing this inner work, no matter the weight you are at, you will find something wrong. And it's like, why? Because you were not doing the work to be neutral with your body. You were chasing a smaller and smaller number and it backfired because what ends up happening to most women is when they have this urge to drop weight, they try really shitty programs, really shitty diets. They restrict, they try keto, they hire like hard ass trainers um, because they've associated hard with weight loss. And when they cannot maintain that level of hard, which is 99.9999999% of the time, they backtrack to their old habits even harder. This is why you see women and maybe even yourself like yo-yoing with their weight for years. Because if you haven't learned to be neutral with your body, taking the slower and the more steady approach to weight loss feels unbearable because you're trying to hurry up and get out of this current body. And when you're trying to hurry up and get out of your current body, you get desperate. when you get desperate, you try really shitty trends and diets. Then you cannot maintain the weight loss or the program. And so then what happens? You quit and the weight comes back because you haven't learned how to lose weight or maintain your weight in a way that isn't grueling and hard and restrictive. And so you get into the cycle of just never being enough and doing this over and over and over again. This is why mindset work in weight loss is so important if not the most important piece. I get a lot of heat for this sometimes on like social media and it's like, well, um, you know, mindset doesn't drive weight loss. You have to do it. And it's like, that's the point. So many people fail to realize is that you can have the perfect plan tailored to you no matter the medical diagnosis. So I also hear that a lot. Like, when you say weight loss is just about doing it, it forgets about the people who have medical diagnosis and they need a specific plan. And it's like, yeah. So even if you have a very specific medical diagnosis, your weight loss, like your journey to weight loss may look different, right? So someone who doesn't have like, let's just say PCOS has to do this and you have PCOS and you have to do this over here, but you still have to do the thing, Right. Like the circumstances may be different or the way you get there may be different, but you still have to do something. So even if you have to create, if, even if you have like this perfectly created plan, you still have to do it. And if you can't do it, then having the plan is pointless. This is the reason so many women struggle to do weight loss action is because they're missing the mindset piece. So people will argue with me about like, well, if someone has a medical diagnosis, they can't just lose weight simple. It's it's not that simple. And it's like, it is that simple. Their actions just look different. Like Sally might have to do this and Brianna might have to do this, but, and like their plans might be different, but the person who has like PCOS, their actions aren't harder. Like they don't have more labor to do. It's not more difficult. It's just different. And which brings me back to the point is that although it's different, it's still simple and you still have to do it. It just looks different. Um, I just, I get that all the time. And it just like, I like bang my head against the wall sometimes because it's like we fight to complicate weight loss. And I know it's a conditioning from diet culture. Diet culture really has us brainwashed to believe that our weight loss has to be so incredibly excruciating and painful. And the biological processes to weight loss is very simple. It's very simple. It just might take you a different route to get there. And so that's also why I don't like create plans for people or tell people what to eat and how to move because it's like you have to be able to take the weight loss strategies, the ones I teach specifically on this podcast and in depth in nutrition, and apply them to your specific life. Because if you do not have that, it does not matter how many meal plans are made for you, how many um, doctor visits you have, how many you know visits you go inpatient to a nutritionist or a dietitian, or um, you know how many programs you have and how custom they are. It doesn't matter if you don't have the mindset piece to do the plan, to take the action, it's all for nothing. So this is why, you know, we take the first week in nutrition just for mindset. It's not sexy. Sometimes it even pisses members off because they're like, what the hell can I like skip through all these videos? And it's not a lot of videos, but you know, members are so conditioned especially coming into nutrition to just skip to the meal plans and the workouts and skipping the mindset piece, the piece that fuels them to even be able to be consistent with the meal plans and their workouts or their movement or whatever they're choosing to do. And the reason nutrition members see such incredible results, and even you babes listening to the podcast, is because no matter what, you have to work on your beliefs your thoughts, your coping mechanisms, and the habits that fuel them. Because until that happens, you will waste years trying to lose weight, stick to programs, hiring new trainers, and thinking something is wrong with you because your weight loss is not happening. And it's not you, it's just the way you're trying to go about it. So I hope today was helpful. If it was, Share this with a friend who really needs to hear this, that we can help more women just like you lose their weight for good. I hope I gave you a new perspective shift Um, to kind of wrap up the takeaways from today's podcast is practice being body neutral instead of body positive. You do not have to do affirmations to force yourself to love the parts of your body that you genuinely don't right now but you should respect your body for doing all the incredible things that it's doing for you on a daily basis and for simply just being your body. It's also not better there than it is here. And when you remember that and practice that and affirm that and do the work to be body neutral, I can almost guarantee that the urge to hurry up and lose weight really decreases and really declines. And when that happens, you'll find that you're taking a lot more steady approaches to weight loss that help you lose your weight and not have to lose it again. Okay, so I hope today was helpful. Um, Thanks for being patient with me. I know I've been away for a few weeks, Um, but until then, I'll see you next week, boo.